Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five day summit. Together, we're going to dig deep into our wealth of expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself and I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From Unknown to Unstoppable, Publicity Tactics for Fearless Female Entrepreneurs, or Manage Your Money Like a Boss, or Navigating the Entrepreneurial Landscape for Female Professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, Top 4 Legal Mistakes to Avoid on Your Online Business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead. Put this episode on pause. Go over and register and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise summit. There's only one S there. And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new motivated for more Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit. And let's get back to today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and we are on episode 49 of our 100 Days of Podcasting. That's right. The next episode is going to be our halfway mark. And how appropriate that today we're going to continue our series on the habits and traits of high performers or high achievers and talk about perseverance. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. I know about perseverance right now. All right, let's get started in today's show. All right. So as I said, today, we're going to talk about perseverance and how high achievers know quitting is not an option. They know they might stumble and fall, but they realize it's just part of the process. And they have learned to keep going when things get tough, when it seems like it isn't working, (laughs) when it just gets exhausting, Um, 100 days of podcasting. Why? Why did I say I was going to do that? But you know what? 
I'm committed. I'm a woman of my word. And I've told a lot of people this. So we're going to keep on going. And just like high achievers, they know they need to dig deep and keep going. So my hope and prayer for today's show is that you take on some of these things and maybe again, you are that high achiever and you can go, yep, I do that. Yep, I got that. Yes, I do that. Yay, celebrate you if that's if you can check them all off. Or you might hear things like, oh, I used to do that. Thanks for the reminder. Or maybe it's a whole new thought for you, but you're ready to up-level your life and become that high achiever. So whatever the case is, I just hope that you take it all in and put it into action. Because again, it doesn't do any good to continue to listen to things and take it in if you're not going to put these habits and traits into action. All right. I love this quote from Jim Rohn. And it says, how long should you try until? Isn't that great? Oh, just love that one. So these are nine ways. Actually, I have a bonus, two bonuses. (laughs) But the nine ways you can improve your performance skills. This came from Success Magazine, October 23rd, 2019. um, Success Magazine. And it says, learning how to deal with and overcome obstacles is a critical trait for entrepreneurs. Some, so what? So what kinds of techniques or approaches can such leaders use when they're facing trying times or unforeseen challenges? To find out more, we consulted members of the Young Entrepreneur Council about how people can improve their perseverance skills. Here is what they advise. So the nine tips I'm going to give you came from that um, article. Number one, don't be afraid to fail. Perseverance comes from failing and getting back up. Without failure, you cannot become resilient. So you have to change your relationship with failure to see it, to seeing it as a lesson rather than a setback. You can learn so much from failure that changing your attitude toward it can have amazing implications for your life. So don't be afraid to fail. It's just part of the process. Number two. B, I love this one, be 1% better every day. Having a growth mindset is a great skill to increase perseverance and motivation. Understand that these, these are skills like any other and try to improve upon them just 1% every day. Keeping this concept at the back of your head throughout the day is a great way to get better in all regards. So can you get 1% better? You know, can you do 1% more? Can you just hold on a little longer when you want to quit? Just 1% longer when you want to quit. When you're doing the um, you know, exercise and you need to do just a little bit more or you're running or walking, do a little bit more. When you're making phone calls, if you're in sales, do a little bit more. Just that 1%. It's amazing. Kind of like Darren Hardy teaches the, the compound effect. Number three, begin to take risks. By learning to take a risk, you raise the probability of facing more difficult situations. When in those difficult situations, if you can learn to adapt and understand what steps are necessary to keep the company moving in the right direction, you can grow as a leader. You know, when we are entrepreneurs and work in our careers, we have to learn to take risks. 
So step outside your comfort zone and learn to take those risks. Number four, understand resistance. More people can persevere when they have a better understanding of resistance. Uh, This student goes on to say, every business owner who struggles with it should read The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. He says, this this book helps helps one be able to identify what it is that that tries to hold them back. When we can name the resistance, it loses its power and there is more room for perseverance. Oh, that's so good. I love that. When you can name the resistance. So what's holding you back? Name it. Move it. It loses its power when you do that and gives you more room to persevere. Number five, exercise regularly. This student said, apply the 40% rule. He said, the rule is that if you complete 40% of the task, your likelihood of quitting drops drastically. I believe that's the number one way to develop this skill. I believe that the number one way to develop this skill is physical training, lifting weights, doing sprints, And even some endurance training is guaranteed to carry over to your mental resilience. And oh my gosh, I totally 110% agree with that. If you are an exerciser, if you're ever in that mode of really being at where you feel at your peak physically, it does carry over in so much more of your life. A few years ago when I ran my half marathon, that was one of my most successful years in business as well, just because I felt unstoppable in all areas of my life. And the opposite can hold true too. Like, I don't know about you guys, but right now where it's cold and it's icy and it's snowy, it's so hard to get motivated to to exercise. And I find myself feeling lazy, you know, in the middle of the day. And it's really hard to get motivated to work. Because I'm not motivated to exercise and I'm not motivated to work. And it's this vicious cycle. So if we can just break out of it and get physically fit, it'll carry over into our work as well. And I love the 40% rule. And especially right now, because I'm past the 40% mark for my 100 days of podcasting. Number six, build a network of support. And this student goes on to say, if you want to learn how to persevere, you should build a network of support. Building a network of support that includes family, friends, co-workers, and peers will allow you to have a comfortable place to open up and get feedback and encouragement during hard times. Whenever something goes wrong, you can turn to your network of support and talk through what's going on. Okay, I do want to add a caution here. Make sure your network of support is truly a network of support, that it is a network of people who will encourage you and to remind you that you can do this and to nudge you to continue on and to pick you up, dust you off and send you back out there. We need to be careful that we don't surround ourselves with the people who they mean well, but they might say, it's okay. You gave it your best. Next time you'll do it. That is not part of your network of support. (laughs) Those are the people that are going to let you off the hook. So make sure you do have the right network of support. And let them know 
what you need before you need it. So for example, when I started my 100 days of podcasting, I actually, I have a network of other podcast friends and we have a Voxer group and I actually let them know, I was like, okay, guys, I am committing to this and I know myself and I know when I'm in the middle of it, because it's just human nature, we all do this and not just me exclusively, but I know that in the middle, it gets hard and in the middle is where we want to quit. So I let them know before I even started day one that, hey, I'm going to need you to nudge me, to push me, to make me finish this thing that I'm committing to because I may want to quit on day 40, on day 49, on day 50, but don't let me. So if you are about to embark on something that you know there's a chance you may get to the middle and want to quit, let your network of support know what you need before you need it so that they know that you have already gave them permission to push you to continue on, not to let you off the hook. Okay, number seven, keep your goals in mind. And the student says, when we make mistakes or fail, many people will be tempted to give up altogether. Instead, if you want to persevere, keep your goals in mind at all times. Start by writing down your short and long-term goals somewhere that's easy to access. Then anytime there's a bump in the road, take a look at that list to inspire you and keep you moving forward. Number eight, set clear benchmarks. Success can be long, a long and tough journey. I suggest instilling benchmarks to provide yourself rewards or encouragement along the way. The rewards could be anything from a fancy lunch to new clothes or a weekend vacation. The benchmarks will keep reminding you of the progress you've made. Additionally, the reward helps provide continued motivation to persevere through difficult times. Totally, totally agree with both of those. You've got to keep your goal it's up all over so you can see it. Remind yourself, why are you doing this thing? Why did you commit to this in the first place? And then definitely rewarding yourself. We don't stop to reward ourselves enough. So make sure you do celebrate the, the mile markers along the way. Number nine, remember your why. This kind of ties in with your goals, but remember your why. Your why is deeper than your goal. And this student says, getting a break, doing anything in this world can be tough. I was once told by an old professor, it's not the most talented people that make it. It's the ones with the most endurance. And that is true. For me, I have to remember the why. Why am I doing this? What was the original reason I set out on this path? Reflecting on that reminds me that this journey is worth my time. And again, usually your why is that deeper reason. It's that if you've ever heard me talk about peeling back the layers of the onion, it's the center of that onion that makes you cry and remind yourself of that when you want to give up and when you want to quit, you know, and also I would add who's watching you. Sometimes our why is because somebody else is watching us and we need to show maybe it's our kids, maybe it's our parents, maybe it's um, a coworker, maybe it's a spouse that if we don't give up, we're giving others around us permission to not give up too. And they watch us. So remember that as part of your why. 
Who is going to be affected by you persevering on this? Maybe it's your grandkids. Okay, number 10. This one's for me. (laughs) Remember past times you achieved something and draw on that win to keep you going when you want to quit. So when you get in that moment that you don't want to persevere and you want to quit and you want to give up, remind yourself of a time that you persevered and that you succeeded and how that felt. Really get yourself in that mental state of that time that you you did persevere. And that will give you that sense that, okay, I did this once, I can do it again. And it also reminds you of how good that feels. Sometimes it's also good to do the negative, the other side, the negative of remind yourself of how icky it felt when you didn't persevere and you gave up. And some of you may have heard me talk about my our DNF story when we were um, in a sailboat race. I'm not going to share that today, um, but that was a time that we gave up and it felt horrible <laughs> the next day. And I swore I would never do that again. I'm either in the race and we're committed, we're finishing it, or I'm not even going to enter the race because I didn't like that feeling. So it can work both ways. Remind yourself of how icky you felt when you gave up before and how great it felt when you didn't give up on something. And a bonus here for you is to post positive mantras, positive quotes all around you to remind you to keep going. You can just Google uh, perseverance quotes or don't quit quotes. There's so many amazing ones out there. We've already shared a few in this podcast episode today. And I'm going to leave you with one more. And this is from Harriet Beecher Stowe. She says, never give up for that is just the place and time that the tide will turn. And that's so true. How many times were you about to give up? And then the next day, the next week, all of a sudden, everything changed and it started going your way. So remember, your next win, your next yes, your next success is just around the corner. Don't give up too soon. Too many people give up inches away from the victory. So I hope this empowers you to really work that perseverance muscle because it's in you to do that. I know it. So here's to being a high achiever. And again, take some of these things, put them in your files, put them into action. Maybe today it's as simple as Google some positive quotes on perseverance and not quitting and put them up over your house. If you do that, send me some of your favorite ones. What are some of your favorite go-to quotes on never giving up. I would love to see them. Just hashtag me in them or, um, you know, send them to me in DMs on Facebook or Instagram. And let's just build a big library of awesome quotes. All right, my friends, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the halfway point. I have some special surprises for you. 